What's up, guys? Welcome to episode number two of The Flockery. My name is Charles Reese. I am joined by the great Lennon Burton. Lennon, how you doing tonight? Doing well, my brother. Flock up, flock up. I'm, I love that we're bringing it back. So, and, and I'm glad you, you picked a great name. You were always behind flock up as our uh, slogan. You never really were into all in. I like won't back down, but you know, Lock up is the best, like just being point blank, but doing well. Thank you to everybody who listened to our first episode. Thank you to all the people who had a great response, who commented on YouTube. Remember, if you are watching on YouTube, if you could leave a comment, if you could leave a like, that would help us out so much because that'll get other people to see it and it'll go in other feeds. And we want to keep this free as long as we can. And that's the way we do it. So please, please, please. It would mean a lot to us if you could subscribe, like, and comment on YouTube. But thank you to everybody who supported and listened to the first episode. Got a good response. Absolutely. We appreciate that. Please like and share across all platforms uh, because that helps us give more content out. But let's get this one started. uh, Look, Pelicans are three and one. The Lakers are 0 and 3. And we are looking for it not only for the season, but also for the draft pick that will be coming our way. Coming uh, offseason. I'm going to say this. I think, and, I, and I'm glad that I'm doing this with you. I think it's time we bury the AD hate. And, and you know what? Somebody was talking to me the other day. They were like, Lyndon, your team is good. It's over with. Y'all are about to get the, the draft pick from them after this season. Can we bury the AD hate? And I was like, you know what? I'm not going to openly hate on him anymore. I'm going to always root for the Lakers to lose so we can get our good draft picks. But I think it's time because without AD doing this, we wouldn't be where we're at right now. And I'd much rather be where we are than dealing with the AD teams. How do you feel about that? Lennon's never lived in New Orleans. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> All right, like we're not gonna buy the chips, right? The hurricane. Oh no, us. never. No chips will be there. Uh, he can take that and whatever else he promotes and get the hell out of our city. <laughs> our city. So. I was just, I was just asking y'all. Let us know in the comments. Y'all let us know. That's a question. Should we bury the AD hate? But yeah, man, three and one. We're looking good, and I think the last game, which uh was by the time you guys are hearing this. On Thursday, this game was two days ago uh, against the Mavericks. That game said a lot about us, Charles. That game showed the world that, oh, this Pelicans depth is serious. Yeah, so uh, just to go over some things real quick, um, as you look at the Pelicans and they're 3-1, and one, they have uh, wins over Charlotte. They have a win over the Nets, which we started our first episode off of. And they have a win uh, last night against the Mavs, yep. which uh, – Really, uh, we'll get into, but it's somewhat improbable. Uh, not something I was expecting, and many were expecting with where the team, where the uh, the roster was last night. Um, and also on top of that, uh, you know, you have a, a a game where you're a six point dog at home, and you win. You yeah, hold off, uh, guys, and we'll get into that. And look, you have the one loss came to the Jazz. The Jazz are a team that we can't they're really- playing hard. I can't really I, get a beat on. Yeah. They have a lot of uh, older talent with some with some young guys. Players. Yeah. 
And and look, they don't have that one guy, but they're they're somewhat loaded. I think at some point that team will fall off. But really, you got a one point loss, like in a game where um, Zion didn't play, like for the rest of the game, you know. Yeah, Zion played, got the injury. Brandon Ingram got the concussion. Yep, pretty early on, Um, and and so you kind of had to come over some adversity. Unfortunately, they got it to overtime. They came back, but they weren't able to ultimately put them away. And, and look, the Pelicans getting ready to go on a, a West Coast uh, West Coast one. Road trip. And we're going to talk about that. But to the Jazz, you just tip your cap. You say good game because you didn't expect that. What surprises me is is Mark Markkinen. I think Lowry Markkinen is finally getting the opportunity to really be the one, and he's taking it in stride. Dude scoring thirty points. 20s, 25-plus for these first couple of games. Him and young bull Colin Sexton are leading this team. So you tip your cap to them. But the Mavericks win is the one that is is huge. And if that's where you want to start, I have a lot to say about that game. Well, let's start with Charlotte. Because Charlotte was a game that, you know, you could look at it and you look at the way that that game played out. Is um, Really, it was, I don't know if you could say it was a letdown to where they were in, but... It was a game where the Pelicans didn't play their best, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it, it it was a game that you know you lose, you're one and one, somewhat understandable, right? But the Pelicans come and uh, you know they have a really good first quarter. Same thing with the second quarter, and, and the big thing is they never gave the lead up. And, mm-hmm. and, and you know what I look at it is, it's a it's a team in a game where they beat who they should beat. Right. And Charlotte is, is the perfect thing is, is you know, they say um, good teams win, great teams cover. And, and that's what the Pelicans are doing right now is they're covering against guys. They're beating teams they should beat. And Charlotte, perfect example, it's a team that you should beat. You know, yeah, we talked about um, that. We talked about that in the first episode. That was something we were looking to see. Do they the Pelicans of old, all the AD teams, the Dell Dimps teams, those teams would play down the competition. And like you said, this they didn't play their best, but the old Pelicans team would have lost that. So they made sure to not play down to their competition and win the game handily. And it was one of those things where, okay, B.I. isn't the lead scorer. Okay, it's Jonas this time. Okay, Jonas gets a lot, uh, 30. B.I. gets 28. CJ gets 21 and Zion's the one that's out of the 20 range. It just shows you how much this team can beat you multiple ways. Yeah, no, absolutely. Right. And, and you know, you, you kind of just look at what this Pelicans team has done this year and uh, what they've been able to do. And, and you know, we talk about depth and, and look, this is just perfect segue into the Mavericks game, uh, which Pelicans ended up winning. Uh, even though Luka Doncic gave his best effort to, he torched us. <laughs> yeah, he gave his best effort to uh, to to take that game and win it for the Mavs. I will say that they will we'll we'll get into something about him, but the the Pelicans where they're sitting right now in terms of their bench, um, their bench output is you know for the season. They're averaging 19.1 minutes per game. But in terms of uh, production, they're averaging 34 a game right now from the bench, which I know this last game uh, kind of gave a little bit more. Skewed it, but. Um, and you've seen that in other games. But 
this bench is, is is good. This team is stacked. We finally see Dyson Daniels, and that's where I'm going with Luca. Is Dyson frustrated him? Yes, he did. Dyson, Dyson's minutes showed, and, and look, um, you know, Schmidt said it best the other day. Is he said, um, you know, really going to get frustrated if I see Dyson not get minutes and Temple get those minutes Dyson should get. Is Dyson's Dyson's learning? growing into his own and we didn't and, uh, play temple that was the yeah, huge thing exactly and last night I, I really really enjoyed seeing him get on the court and, and make an impact yes you know? sir he was he he did exactly what he was supposed to do it, it play good defense uh show why we drafted him high for his defensive iq but like you said he does dyson daniels you know what he is to me he does and, and i'm not comparing him to the player i'm comparing what they do. Dyson Daniels does everything that we wanted Lonzo Ball to do. Attack the glass, uh, play make, and play good defense. And is long. Lonzo Ball didn't attack attack the glass. He didn't attack the rim. He wasn't looking to score. Dyson Daniels does that. Plus, he has the playmaking of Alonzo and the defense. And the defense is honestly better. So, that is amazing to see. But to me, for this game, I got to tip my cap to Trey Murphy the third. My goodness. 22 points, eight of eight. The guy showed that you remember in the first episode, I told you that maybe the Pelicans need to make a trade for either a score off the bench or a big man who can rim protect an athletic big. You could take the score off the bench out of there. Trey Murphy is that guy. And I know you're so y'all are probably thinking Lennon is four games. No, no, no. This kid showed me he can be our sixth man of the year and can be that guy off the bench. He has enough firepower to do it and just bravo to him. He learned how to now not only just catch and shoot, I think of the transition catch, pull up three that they passed to him, but no, it wasn't that. It was him catching on the wing, crossover, two dribbles, dunking on him. It was just beautiful. Trey Murphy couldn't do that last year, and now he's expanded his game to where, okay, when CJ is getting ready to be done, Trey slides up and is part of the part of the core, baby. Yeah, and, and and look, like um Joe Myers says, trigger. Yeah, Trey. trigger, um, Trey, trigger, trigger, trigger. He was 100 percent from the floor. Eight eight. Know? Uh eight for eight for field goal, four for four from threes, was a hundred on his free throws, uh, and a hundred percent on his free throws. And and look, he was impressive, right? Yeah, he is <laughs> to start in that game because of uh BI and Zion not being there. And I think that you're seeing his game evolve. His last year, most of the year, the talk was about Herb, and that talk's still there, right? For sure. <laughs> but what can Trey bring? And that's that offensive firepower, a tall, uh, lanky wing that has the ability to beat people off the drill and can post up and shoot the ball. And, and catching three. <laughs> like perfect. Trey's bag is deep, man. He's a three-level scorer, and I don't know if he was that last year. No, no, and and I'll tell you what, I I don't think he was, right? Um, but you know, the big thing for me is it's like you see some of what some what what this output was for the team is yeah, you played some heavy minutes on your starters, and really, you know, some people might be a little down on Jonas's production past a uh, couple of games. But these weren't games where Jonas shines. Um, but you you see it overall is 
You know, saw it in the Hornets game. When you need Jonas, you can rely on him. This wasn't necessarily a Jonas game. To me, and, and to your point, this was one of those games where, and I'm going to be honest, where Jackson Hayes should, if he was developed to where we wanted him to be, this is a game where he should have played because you have a Christian Wood, someone who's athletic. And it goes back to what I'm saying, Charles, of how we may need an athletic big off the bench who can be able to defend at a higher level. Maybe a Clint Capella, because Houston will be looking to get rid of him with a Kong Wu being stepping up to what it is. That's that's something we may need to look into with maybe, maybe a Miles Turner. of Because I don't think Jackson Hayes is going to be ready for this season. I don't know, man. Jackson did play. He did you play. Know, logged his 13 minutes. Um, uneventful. Um, but he is coming back. Um, well, I'm gonna give him some time. That is, I'm that if I'm being nitpicky, that's my nitpick for right now. And that's something I just want us to watch over time. And you're right, he is coming back from injury. Let me give him a chance. I think by October 26, I mean, um, excuse me, November 26, if the play hasn't improved then this conversation becomes a little bit louder yeah yeah and and look you know it's early in the season but you you know last year you saw with the pelicans where that it was a fight to get into the playoffs you have to start out strong and that's important and um you know the the idea of running and looking for guys to replace people that comes more so and i think that you know some of those thoughts will come more uh, over the next three games. They play um, the Suns and the Clippers, both teams that I think are very good. In the yeah. <laughs> and then they play the uh, the winless Lakers. Um, but it, though you can't even overlook that, that Warriors game next Friday. That's the one that, like, I need B.I. and Zion to be playing for so we can make a statement. Well, and, and look, look, you know, let – let me finish my comment about. Oh yeah, go ahead, go ahead. So I don't think that we're in a position now to look at what we're going to do in terms of adding guys or anything like that. It's too too soon for sure. Like, um, that's a deadline thing. You have to exactly, or you know, as we get a little further into the season, but you got to look at what this team's doing now, and it's that three and one team. It's that exciting team, late showing up crowd, but at the end, basketball city is showing itself. Um, you know, this team is, is is the focus right now, you know, this team of what they have and what they can be is, you know, people are going to say, oh, well, those ions hurt again. Those ions fought hard to get back into that game. Yes, he uh, did. And it was a, it was an egregious, as someone who used to play basketball, I know you'll agree with this. And I heard, I'm not going to take credit for this. Uh, w- Worldwide Wob said it on his show. But I'm I'm starting to believe this. If someone undercuts someone, it, that should be a flagrant, man. Because you know, once you're in the air, it's hard to control, especially if someone undercuts you. That that's an agree. That's a bad foul. So for him to fight to get up, a bone bruise. The Pelicans don't want to take no chance with that. The guy's gonna be okay. I'm not worried about Zion. Yeah, I mean it's an 82 game season, and so you know, a few Knicks beginning the season. It's all right. I mm-hmm. mean. You don't really see concussions happen in the NBA. Rare. As one. Um, Zion will be back, you know, understanding his playing against the Suns in a few days, you know. So um, I'm not concerned about that. And I know some people may talk about that. They may mention that, especially on a national level, but they need to understand. I have that. heard that 
on a national yeah national level there's there's nothing to be concerned about with the injury uh to either guy right now and and look you know there's a few things that that you can highlight is obviously we've highlighted trigger we highlighted Jonas against charlotte um you know really i i was very impressed with cj's performance um against the jazz Oh, okay. I was about to say, I thought you were going to say the Mavericks. I was, I was going to get on you for the Mavericks, but the Jazz. Whenever, whenever you look at the game and, and you look at losing uh, two of your big three, right? Um, and you look what CJ was able to do, it is, you know, CJ finishes that game with 28 points. He bought out. You know, the, the guy, I, I've always found that CJ is a guy that is a really good regular season guy. Uh, CJ against the Jazz showed why um, you want him in New Orleans with his basketball ability to create um, to create uh, offense for the yep. Pelicans. If you lose two of your big three, and, and you know, with that being said, I, I thought CJ played well in that game. Now CJ, uh, like Jonas to a degree, will have some up and down games. He'll always give you his average. Yep. This is one of the games where he was above average when he needed to be. And it really kind of, to a degree, you know, instills some confidence that he is what you need him to be when you need him, right? And to your Uh, point about about, uh, the type of guy you want in New Orleans, uh, just the way his demeanor and his postgame about him saying, yeah, I needed to take that charge because at that time I wasn't hitting shots and I needed to make a winning play. And then that leads to him knocking down shots in the fourth when we need him, hitting clutch baskets against the Mavericks, having clutch defensive stops, but still involving himself by getting 11 assists. Bravo, CJ. Yeah, absolutely, man. And that's the thing of uh, a guy that is experienced like he is, a guy that um, has the ability to um, (laughs) – has the ability to um, to to affect the game offensively uh, and in a leadership role is it, you know if you're not producing in terms of the point column it is you find ways to uh, affect the get game. others involved and yep. this column from the Mavericks game is a perfect example is uh, you know the crazy thing about that game London is you had eight guys in double figures. Eight of the nine guys that played <laughs> were in double figures. Depth, you know? baby. We are deep, 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 deep. Against, against a team that is a know, playoff team. It, well, yes, it's more than a playoff team. It is arguably uh top five, top six team uh, in the West. And, and with the MVP, with my MVP for the year. In Luca, my presumed MVP. So, look, yeah, no, I get it. That team is good. And I saw people on Twitter saying, oh, this would be a great playoff matchup. And I'm like, y'all don't want that, Mavs fans. Y'all didn't even see us with our two, with our three dogs. Like, and y'all are saying it's a good playoff matchup. <laughs> y'all, y'all might get swept. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, you know, I, I thought that this Mavs game was a, a, a t- game that, you know, you will see potentially in the future. Um, but with the Mavs, uh, I, I think that their strengths don't line up well against the Pelicans. Is yes, they have a star, and it's ha- hard to stop Luka. Uh, you can throw multiple guys out, and that's a, another point that I would make about with Dyson, amongst other people, is you can throw a lot of guys at him. He can throw length, 
you can throw uh, speed. You can throw uh, lockdown guys like Herb on them. Najee. Uh, yeah, Najee. And I thought Najee had a great game. Play good. Um, you know, and and that's the thing is, is, you know, let's, you know, we can talk about the points, we can talk about things like that. We can talk about the turnover to assist ratio, which um, I think could be a little bit improved, but nitpicky stuff you're right like if we're gonna be we gotta look if we can praise them just like i have issues with the uh rim protection that's another thing that we have to look at that you know you clean up going towards the playoffs i'm glad you called it out the sister turnover ratio 100 could be better because if you look at it against the mavs we had 14 turnovers to 25 assists we want to get that up to like 30 assists and maybe like 10 turnovers yeah yeah and so um you know, the, the big thing for me is, is um, we talked about it a lot in the first episode, but continuing to see the chemistry is even the NBA posted something where it was like dancing their way into a victory or something like that. <laughs> and it's like the young guys, man, it, it ridiculous how these interviews are, you know, Remind me of stuff you see kind of towards the end of the season when a team's won, you know, 60, 50 games. They're uh, get, getting ready, ready for, for the playoffs. <laughs> and it's like, we're game four into the season. Like, I'm telling you, man, it just feels me? different into New Orleans to where, you know, me and you normally watching basketball, we start talking about basketball around Christmas, around January. But it just feels like I need to be watching every Pelicans game because it's so important this season. And and not only do we feel that, but the team feels that. To your point, they're showing it, dancing, excited. You don't see that from other teams. Other teams are like, oh, yeah, the season just started, whatever. And that's why I think it's important to have a guy like CJ as your leader because look at, for example, Philly and their young guys, what they have to deal with. They have James Harden, someone who's lackadaisical. Look at Katie and Kyrie. But the fact is, with CJ, it's someone who had to work to become a star. So for a guy like Zion, who's already been a star, it's like, oh, I need to work. And for everybody else, it's like, oh, I can work to be a star. And it's just perfect right now for this team. But I want to give credit to take a moment to, because what has been beautiful throughout all four games is the defense, and you have to give credit to Willie Green for that. Coach Green is is showing why he's a Coach of the Year candidate. Yeah, no, absolutely. If if Willie Green's not at the top, then uh, <laughs> I don't this I don't know what they're doing. <laughs> not watching basketball, right? Yeah, yeah. Maybe watching a different sport. Maybe watching the NFL or something like that. <laughs> um, or you know, you just stick with the big market teams and. You know, Phil Jackson's not coaching anymore. So uh, Bob has a loser. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, Willie's doing a great job with them. Um, and I think the team has done a lot. And it's a true testament to what um what guys like BI, uh what a guy like CJ coming in has done for this team, uh, you know, amongst others with Larry Nance, with Garrett Temple is cultivating a, a an environment that people enjoy to be in. People enjoy going to work. Then the, at the end of the day, this is work for the guys, but it doesn't feel like it, it seems like, on the outside, you know? Nope. It is, you know, and, and it's not just a, a show thing, right? It, you know, it's not just Jose Alvarado. You know, it's not just uh, Trey Murphy, you know? 
it, it's like throughout. It's like a solid Najee Marshall. It's like it, an, it's, it's Jonas, who's a stoic guy who doesn't really like show emotions. He's getting into it. Like that's how you know. You know, and and, and so it breeds success, right? It, it breeds confidence, and and that's something that this team's gonna have to to have because you know, first game of this road trip is against the Suns team that. Booker is hot. Yes, he Booker is. is hot, hot, hot. <laughs> He's killing. And you know um, that they're facing a team that is three one on the season. Um, you know they're facing a team that I would say um, is not you know, underestimating you. They're coming in guns blazing. Yeah, they they saw you in the playoffs. You know, and and while you know you didn't take it to seven, you still. Were, kind of embarrassed them. <laughs> you were never a threat where they they noticed you, you know, and they yeah. see that you're healthier now. You have Zion, and the whole talk was, you know, the Pels have Zion. Uh, do they win? You know, um, and their only uh, game so far they've lost is an overtime game to the the Trailblazers, and uh, regular season Dame is went Incredible. off. Like, yeah, <laughs> he does. Um, but the Suns team did beat the Clippers. They beat the Mavs and they've they really destroyed the Warriors. So you've got uh, a team that has confidence. You have a team that's been there uh, and to the highest level of basketball to where you want to be. And a team that's full of experience um, to the point that, you know, you kind of expect um, you, you kind of expect this team to coming cool, calm, and collected. And I, I want to see how the Pelicans react, right? Yeah, uh, it's going to be a playoff environment almost, man. They, it, You got to think that they're coming ready. Like, CP3 remembers the trash talk Jose Alvarado was talking. He remembers that Herb Jones didn't want to pick up his hand. Chris Paul, if you look at the stats, like you said, it's been Booker going off. Don't be surprised if this is Chris Paul's big game to start the season because he hasn't had one yet. Yeah, and and look, Aiton's been playing well as well as uh, some of their key support guys. Cam Johnson uh, in the starting role, he's been playing good. Yes, he has, and, and that's the thing that this team has is they have length, they have size, they match up well against us. They defend, they defend, and they defend some more. So, um, you know, it, it's going to be a harder game for a guy like um, Bi, especially coming back after not playing for a few days. Um, and, and it's going to be a good game or a big game for CJ is, you know, if BI is getting locked down, you know, what can CJ do against uh, a defense that, you know, kind of held him in check. And then yeah. the ultimate thing is, is, you know, these second year guys, you know, where do they continue? Right. Where do uh, they, where do they figure to fit in? Where do they slide in? But to, to, to tack on, a key that I have is Zion Williamson. There's no one on that team that can guard you. Zero. If you're playing, like, and this is if Zion's playing, which we assume he will because Coach Green did say they were looking for Friday for him to play both him and Herb. But if Zion plays, there is no Jay Crowder. There is no big body unless Aiton's guarding you, which he has to guard Jonas. This is a game that the Pelicans need to dominate the paint like we talked about against the Nets. Uh, Jonas and Zion need to go for 50-plus points in the paint. Yeah. Yeah, and and look, you know, it's, uh, it's going to be a game where attacking the paint is going to be important, but also being able to shoot the ball so you can Kick create. Kickouts, yep. Offense. 
going to be important as well as continuing to share the ball. Somebody. Trey Murphy, be ready to kick out and shoot. Devontae Graham, you played yeah. – Devontae played great. We talked about trading him. Devontae has shown without uh, – when Brandon Ingram and Zion haven't been there, he's been playing good. So if you go, if you want to continue to get minutes, Devontae, we need you to knock down those catch and shoots. Jose, be ready because they will be collapsing a lot in that Suns game. Monty Williams plays a lot of help defense. We know – because Willie Green comes from that system. So they'll be helping a lot. So will Zion's gravity that he draws, Trey Murphy be ready to knock it down. Najee be ready to knock it down. Every Because they're not going to help too much off of B.I. and C.J. It's the others. Like you said, how do they figure their way in with the starters and where do they fit? Going to be interesting to see. No, no, absolutely. And, um, you know, it's going to be a big game, another big test. Um, and, and and look, to a degree, it's like every single night in the NBA can be a test. Um, Probably but- I'll have to do an episode that Monday after the Clippers game because the Clippers looks like it's it talk Suns Clippers because that's another one right after that'll be really big to start the week next week because you go winless Lakers, which always the Lakers always try to play big against us, but then Warriors next Friday. So it's it starts with the Suns. Yeah, yeah, and it starts with the Suns as a as a big test. I think the Clippers are talented. It's a team that we talked about in that first episode. Uh, who you know they're off to a two and two start. Um, you know, have somewhat of a sense of struggle going on, trying to get their feet under them as they did lose to the Suns. Yeah, lost to the Thunder, so they lost their last two games. They're dealing with how to play with no Kawhi here, Kawhi he. They're dealing with like injury, like rehab stuff. Yeah, yeah, and and look, they get another shot at the Thunder uh, tonight as this episode comes out on um, comes out on Thursday, um, and, and then you know they they get a couple days off, and then, and then they, a shot at us, you know, and, and they've got the firepower that they can do what they want to, you know, and they can, uh, and they're they, deep, they're deep like us. Yeah, yeah, and they are deep because they have a great bench. Yeah, they they've, do. Uh, they've been known for their bench for the past years, and they've got two of the best, uh, you know, wings, five guys in the league. Yep. Um, so you know, it's a big game for her, a big game for Bi if he's playing at that point. And to I, your point, I would love to see Dyson maybe get some minutes in that game. Like that's a that's a Dyson game. Let's play the six seven guy. Yeah, I I think Dyson is a permanent type of rotation guy right now um do i think that continues as we get down the stretch we shall see right depends on, it depends but, on him yeah but you know it, it, this is the time where he can learn uh this is the time where he can get experience this is the time where he can grow his game throughout the season as we saw with some of our uh rookies from last year uh this is an opportunity for him to show what he is capable of and uh, find his place within this organization and this roster. Um, so I do think that he gets some some minutes, you know, the the 10 to 15 minutes, I think is perfect for both games, to be I honest. Is, uh, I think that both teams have really good wings. And then uh, you, you go and play the Lakers, uh, a team that still has LeBron James. And Anthony uh, Davis, who will want to play good against us. <laughs> yeah, and and uh, I hurt Anthony Davis. Um whether it's uh, that that <laughs> you know, game before or the day before, <laughs> this guy. <laughs> but you know, it, winning on the road is big, and this Pelicans team so far this season has shown that they are a good team on the road, mm-hmm. right? Uh, 
coming in a place where you play on the road, you win. You know, I'm not, I'm not saying that the Pelicans go when they win three in a row uh, on this road trip, but you come away two and one. That's you're that's big. Five and two on the season, and here come the Warriors, right? Um, you you know you play the Suns, you play the Warriors, you play the Mavs, you play the Clippers. You're talking about some of the best teams in the West. All I'm missing is the Nuggets. <laughs> then I'll then exactly. seen. Yeah. Exactly. You know, and, and so you're starting out the season strong in certain aspects before you kind of take a step back and you play against some of the, um, the I won't teams. say lesser tier, but just middle of the road guys. But that's important because, okay, you got out of your bed to play the good boys. But like we said, how do you play against people that aren't as good who challenge you? Will you, like you said, will you just win or will you cover? Are you going to be a, a good team? Or are you going to be a great team? Yeah. Yeah. And look, man, um, you know, I'll continue to say it. And I know you're on the same page as me as I'm excited for this team. Oh they're yeah. So fun to watch the environment in the Spoody King center. I'm ready to get to the game. Um, you need to. Um, but, um, look, we got three games coming up, um, whether we do an episode between the Clippers and the Lakers, y'all will see, but, uh, in terms of the Suns, Clippers and Lakers, how do you think this Pels team finishes after this uh, three game road trip? Okay. I'm going to say two and one, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to be, you know, uh, not overly optimistic. I'll say we'll get a loss in there somewhere, but two and one, I'm, I'm thinking we win against the Suns, get a redemption. The Clippers is where I think we'll get a loss, and I think we'll beat the Lakers. Yeah, look, um, I, I I think there's a good shot for this team to go 3-0 in this road series. I'm with, Look, I don't disagree. I, I just was trying to be think, not overly optimistic. I think the big thing will be uh, against a, a veteran team in the Suns is how your assist-to-turnover ratio goes. And if B.I. plays, if B.I. doesn't play, then I see this as a two-and-one road trip. But uh, e- either way is I do see the the Pelicans, uh, you know, above the 500 mark on oh, the yeah. road trip, which just continues to propel where this team is, is uh, five and two. I mean, no one would have said this would be what our record was in the beginning of last year after the first 10 games. And I know that's something that people will continue to grab to at the beginning of the season, but it's realistic, right? It's yep. not just it's it's what it is so this team uh, yeah exactly like this is yeah. who we are y'all y'all accept it and stop being shocked because this is and, what it is and the only thing that changed with when it comes to the roster is adding a dyson daniels and adding uh um, a healthy zion <laughs> cj mccollum well the iron was on the team right oh yeah true and, true 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 you know even with those pieces is is there was still some doubt into what this team would be this year and uh, finishing this road trip two and one or even or three and zero, oh, uh, I think will further cement that people knew who the Pelicans are. And if that wasn't the case after the Nets game, uh, it'll continue to be a case, and you'll start to see more and more teams play their best game again. And look, Friday, the reason why that Warriors game even more important because you, we know that the NBA changes the national televised schedule as the season continues to be based upon wins and losses, and the Lakers are the second most in the West. They're going to cut that shit down dramatically. But against the Warriors, nationally televised game, it's a it's another statement setter to be like, okay, we're on TV Friday night. Let's show out. Absolutely. Absolutely. So as we wrap up this episode, episode two of The Flockery. Lock up! Uh, 
Lennon, where what is going on with the network? Where can people check out some of the other stuff that's going on? Yes, sir. You can follow me at LinBWT. Follow the Bros Who Think at Bros Who Think. Uh, the Bros Who Think podcast will be out on Friday. By the time you guys hear this, uh, Anime Talk will be out on um, Friday as well. We will have more manga content coming out on the YouTube as well as the wrestling show, the work shoot show, episode five. We will be drafting the perfect wrestling company. That'll be out by Saturday. So we got a lot of good stuff coming out on YouTube and audio wise. So just be on the lookout. Oh, as well as run it back is back. Ian and myself will be reviewing uh, Rush Hour, the classic Chris Tucker and Jackie Chan movie. So make sure you watch it on Netflix. The uh, review will be out by Sunday. So a lot of good stuff dropping this week. Y'all check that out. Remember, like and share across all platforms. If you haven't subscribed yet on YouTube, go ahead and subscribe. Hit the like button. Leave some comments. Let us know what you think about the Pels starting out 3-1 and on the season as they go into a three-game road trip against... Uh, a familiar foe in the Suns is the team that knocked the Pelicans out of, out of the uh, postseason last year. But for Lyndon Burton, my name is Charles Reese. Y'all enjoy y'all's week. Go watch some Pelicans basketball. And as always, flock up. Flock up!